Thank you for listening to the Calvary Chapel Lubbock podcast with our senior pastor, Ben Martinez. Don't forget to check out our website at calvarychapellubbock.church. There you'll find a lot more about our mission to love God, love people, and live radically. Now here's Pastor Ben. So would you, with a nice, warm Calvary welcome, would you welcome my friend Tim? All right. Well, first off, uh, the, the text today that I'm, that I'm going to teach out of a little bit and interweave why we exist as a radio network and as a radio station is what's called the Great Commission. Now, I know a lot of you have heard of it before. Um, it is, it's actually found in Matthew 28. And, uh, and so I, I will have the slide up in just a moment. But before we do that, I want to just kind of set the stage of where this happened in the Bible. First off, you know, in Matthew 27, Jesus had gone before Pilate. The soldiers had made fun of him. Of course, then the crucifixion took place. Then the death of Jesus. But as you know, three days after Jesus died, what happened to him? He rose again. So we serve a risen Lord. And, and I'll tell you what, I love that. Of course, then the Bible in, in Matthew 27 talks about uh, the burial of Jesus. Then, of course, the guard at the tomb. And it leads into Matthew 28, which is the resurrection, the guards report, and then also talks about the Great Commission. So believe it or not, that's a summary. And uh, normally it would take me a lot longer to get there. But that just gives you some background of where we're at in the scripture in Matthew. And again, when Pastor Ben said, hey, can you share? The first scripture, I didn't even have to pray about it. It was like God said, talk about the Great Commission. Because as a Christian, that's our job. And so we're going to go ahead and I will, I will read this and share this with you. But I would love for you all to turn to it if you haven't yet. Matthew 28, 18 to 20. It's also, this is 16 to 20. Actually, you know what? Um, I'm going to go ahead and start it in 16. And again, as Jesus was getting ready to ascend into heaven, he gathered the disciples together. And it says here in 16, Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always even to the very end of the age. So one of the things about this section of Scripture that has encouraged me over the years has been that no matter what, God is always going to be with us. He's never, ever going to leave us. He's never going to forsake us. Even And when you feel like you're alone, you're never alone. And so I want to encourage you, because we all go through that. I know in radio, some people are like, wow, you're on the radio, and you know all these people. And people that are on stages can be some of the loneliest people in the world believe it or not. I've known, I've had the privilege of working in the Christian music industry in Nashville. I used to work with a recording artist named Rebecca St. James. Now, she's not alone. I mean, she is definitely solid in what she does. But the fact of the matter is, is I got to know a lot of Christian artists that they're just like us. They're just people. And they are, and God has put them on a stage, just like today. I'm just a regular person. But I'm honored that God has given me this opportunity to encourage you. And so part of this is to encourage you to, as a Christian, whether you've been a Christian for a day, two days, 20 years, 40 years, 80 years, it's our job as Christians to tell people about Jesus. And that's what I love about Christian radio. It's, it's a, it, God allows us to take the message of the gospel and hook it up to a transmitter, or in our case, 72 transmitters, and proclaim the gospel of Jesus and to live out the Great Commission on a daily basis. That's our prayer. Again, there's just a few of us that work on the other side of it on the, on the radio side. But if, if you weren't listening, there'd be no need for us to do what we do. But there is a big need, not only to share the gospel with those of us that know Jesus, but as we take the Great Commission from when we get up today and we leave this building, the Great Commission, I mean, it starts here in the building because the church isn't the building. The church is you. The church is us. It's the people. And so with that, it's the one other thing that really stood out to me with this, and Pastor Greg Laurie points this out in Matthew 26, 19 to 20, which is part of that Great Commission. He calls them the marching orders. So these are like the marching orders that Jesus has given us. And it's not the great suggestion. It's the Great Commission. It's a command that we as Christians are to go therefore and make disciples. We need to share Jesus with people. Now, some people are like, well, I don't know the Bible really well. You don't have to. 
Share your testimony. Be you. That's the thing I believe that a lot of times we overcomplicate it. Well, you know, I'm not a pastor. I didn't go to theology. I didn't go to school. I don't have a theology degree. Jesus didn't either. Jesus, I mean, granted, Jesus was God's son. I understand that. But with that said, he loves us. He willingly went to the cross. He could have been like, well, you know, I really don't want to do this, but that was part of his father's plan for him so that we would have an opportunity to eventually spend eternity with him. But while we're here, and even when things look bad, you turn on the news, it's like, oh, it's doom and gloom, oh, it's bad. We read the end of the book in Revelation, and we know. We know who wins. And we know that, and I'll be honest with you, I watch the news too, I get frustrated, I get, you know, I get anxious, you know. Some of you may, it's probably better for me not to turn it on. My wife has told me that many times, don't watch the news. I still do, but then I have to go, Lord, just remind me who's in control, and it's you. And, and then as part of that, um, as Christians, again, we don't have to, you know, I just, I'll jump to this. I recently had a chance to attend the Franklin Graham Crusade last weekend in Amarillo. Radio by Grace has been broadcasting all eight of the Crusades, and it wrapped up last night in San Bernardino, California. That is something that's not me up here tuning our horn of, hey, we were able to do this and partner. That was God that worked out all the details for us to partner with the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association to, through radio, live out the Great Commission. Now, for some of you that got to hear it, you're like, wow, Franklin pretty much spoke the same message in every city each of the nights, although he did change it up a bit. But there's no better message than the gospel message. And again, even though Billy is Franklin's dad, Franklin is just a person just like you and I who is going there for and making disciples of all nations in each of the cities they took the tour to. And now they're probably on their way back to, to Charlotte, North Carolina. But with that, you know, some of the things about the Great Commission that really stand out to me, I want to share a couple other verses uh, let's see, we'll go to Mark 16, 15. And Mark 16, 15 says, And he said to them, Go into the world and preach the good news to all creation. So to me, when I see that, it doesn't say just go into, you know, go into a portion of the world and preach the gospel. And it doesn't say just to some. It says to every. So that means everyone here in Lubbock, everyone within the coverage area of Radio by Grace, local, regional, and national, it's our job to teach them about Jesus. Um, also, in uh, let's go to Acts 1.8. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts. And of course, it's right there as well. And I am getting there. Bless you. All right, and this one here says, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Once again, another example of God wants us, his people, to share him with others. And again, we don't have to be perfect. It's loving people. You know, my parents used to tell me as a kid, you may be the only Jesus people see. You may be the only living Bible people see. Like, as we get to know Jesus, and, I, and I've been a Christian since I was seven, but that doesn't make me super holy or anything. That just means I've had the privilege of walking with him. But like you, for those that have walked with Jesus for a long time, we have our ups and downs. But one thing that I've learned is that when we have those valley experiences, we're like, okay, Lord, where are you? He's there. Because then we get to those mountaintop experiences, and, it, and life is full of that. It's ups and downs. But knowing that the creator of the universe is with us and he loves us, that, to me, makes it so much more uh, easy, you know, because I faced obstacles, faced trials, just like all of you. But I know that God is there, and he wants to help us through those things. Does that make sense? I know that I've seen it firsthand in my life many times. So, of course, a verse that we all know is John 3.16, where God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And this right here is one of the, the best gifts to all of us as Christians, is that you know, not only did Jesus follow through the plans that his dad had for him, but he did it because of us. He did it. He took on our sins. None of us deserve heaven. None of us deserve Jesus. And uh, I'm thankful that not only did God send his son, but Jesus went through it. And even in the garden, he was like, Lord, can you take this from me? 
that he knew deep down that that's what his purpose was. And he took on our sin. And that just amazes me that someone loved me that much, someone loved you that much, that he would do that for us. And then for me, for someone who loves talking about Jesus, I love radio, I love Christian radio, um, for God to move our family to Amarillo from Central California, which is not where we're originally from, but that's where God had us serving before we came. Um, it's amazing to see, that whether it's California, Texas, Florida, wherever, we're coast to coast with Radio by Grace. We hear stories every day of how God is using the radio ministry in people's lives. And for us, it's not a toot, on a toot of our horn. That's not a, hey, way to go. That's, a, that's an encouragement that we're staying on track with what we're doing. You guys prayed for Radio by Grace, maybe not specifically by name, but for over 18 years, I know Pastor Ben had a burden for this city to have Christian radio. And it took a long time. And it took a lot of, Pastor Ben, is Radio by Grace real? Is Radio by Grace coming? Are you, are you serious about this thing called Radio by Grace? Well, when I stood here last time in May, I was like, it is real. It is coming. But then again, we're waiting on the Federal Communications Commission. We were waiting on a part for, called a combiner which allows us to broadcast out of an antenna with several other stations out of that same antenna. It's all technical, and Tom would be able to explain that more next week when he's here. But, um, but with that, I just know that, that God had something special for Lubbock. And for us, for me, it is. When I say it's a privilege to be here, it is. It's not just something, oh, it's right, written right here. It's not even written. That's from my heart. Because the fact of the matter is, you know, we're one of many Christian radio stations. It's not just radio by grace. It's the K-Loves, the Air Ones, the Bible Broadcasting Networks. There's Bot Radio Network. I could keep going. There's Salem. There's so many Christian networks, and I've probably, you know, insert your favorite one here. Um, I hope and pray that Radio by Grace will become one of those, not because of competition. It has nothing to do with that. It's about complimenting each other and getting the word out and going, therefore, and making disciples. And I believe, in, in my case, the area that I'm in is radio. So God said, Tim, I want you to go there and make disciples of all nations using what I've gifted you to do. Maybe you're a plumber. Maybe you're an electrician. Maybe you're a homemaker. Maybe you're a school teacher. Maybe you work on the front lines as a police officer, EMT, or in the hospital as a doctor. Um, I'm not sure what your occupations are. God does. But all of us can go there for and make disciples, wherever we are. You don't, again, you don't have to have a college degree. You don't have to have a theology degree. You could have become a Christian yesterday. One of the things in going through the training for the Billy Graham Evangelistic Crusade to become a counselor was that, you know, they just want willing people. And that's what Jesus wants. He wants willing people to share his message with others. And for us, I love the fact that we can hook up transmitters to the gospel. It's the coolest thing. So let's dive back into a little bit more scripture. Um, kind of jumping all over today. Let's go to Luke 24. And we'll look at Luke 24, 46, and 47. And basically it says, Then he told them, This is what is written, that Christ will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, wait, yeah, that's right, and rise from the dead, and that repentance and forgiveness of sin should be proclaimed in his name to all nations, beginning from Jerusalem. So again, yet another reference to proclaim Jesus and his name to all nations. And so what I really love about not only being in radio at this time, like even being here today, we're all here. There's folks listening online. There could be folks listening online anywhere in the world. And the same thing goes for Radio by Grace. So it's, it's a privilege to have 72 transmitters across America from Walla Walla, Washington, North Miami Beach, Florida, to Amarillo, to Lubbock, and I could keep listing stations, but I won't, because I could, we'd be here for the next 27 minutes of my time and listen, listening and, and listing stations. But the thing that I think is cool is that not only are we hooked up to terrestrial transmitters, we're also hooked up to the Internet. And so with the Internet, that goes anywhere. Just like this service today is going anywhere. The Holy Spirit, God can use the Internet, and he does, can take this signal right into Iran right into China, right into Taiwan, anywhere. I'm just, this just came to mind. Afghanistan. And so we never know when people are listening and where they're listening from. That's the one thing about radio when you're on the other side of the microphone and you go into a studio and you open up the mic and you start talking, you never know how many people are listening. Could it be one? 
Maybe it's a million. Maybe it's 15 million. And the neat thing about Radio by Grace, and I don't say this boastingly at all, it, it's an honor to know that we have the potential of reaching 15 million people through our ministry. That's not something we take lightly. Not at all. Because, you know, with that, God has a lot of things he wants us to do with it. You know, he's like, I'm not just going to give this to you just to, to squander it away. I have, I have a lot that I want you to do with this Radio by Grace. And, and again, for us, we're just extremely thankful. So I want to um, share a little bit more about Radio by Grace, because some of you heard this when I was here last time, some of you haven't. I'm going to start out with a, a bit of an expanded mission statement. So this will help you get to know our heart a little bit as well. Radio by Grace exists to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ by providing an excellent source of Christian radio to a modern generation of listeners. We're committed to build the local church, serve the local community, and spread the truth of God's word with passion and conviction. All that we do will be to honor Jesus. Radio by Grace has been formed to operate non-commercial, non-commercial radio stations to fulfill its mission through facilitating the broadcast of religious teachings and religious music. The organization will operate stations throughout the United States, as well as bring access to its programming through online forums on the Internet. Our activities and programs are designed to fill the airwaves with messages of faith, hope, and love, and our hope and prayer is that that enables listeners to connect to Jesus and each other. So we exist to encourage, to point people to Jesus, and to carry out the Great Commission. We also help make disciples by communicating the truth of God's word verse by verse. And that probably sounds familiar. That lines up with the Calvary Chapel. Uh, and this, not only this Calvary Chapel, but all across from California, all across our country and the world for that matter. It's verse by verse, encouraging people to get into their Bibles on a daily basis. Also, we partner with Christian churches, nonprofit ministries, and like-minded business owners. And so with that, you can be a business owner and you can still share Jesus without maybe having to you know, go into a long list of things or sharing the Ten Commandments with people and that kind of stuff. Um, and so with that, our hope is that whether you have Radio by Grace playing at your ministry, at your church, you know, in your cars, at your homes, again, the reason we're on is just to encourage people and to point them to Jesus. Also, one of the founding verses, and I didn't give this to you, Josh, but uh, one of the founding verses of Radio by Grace, and I'm going to share uh, and this story I shared briefly with you last time, too, the mountain of radio. But it's based out of Joshua 14, 12. And it says, Now therefore give me this mountain of which the Lord spoke in that day, for you heard that, for you heard in that day how Anakim were there, and that the cities were great and fortified. It may be that the Lord will be with me, and I shall be able to drive them out as the Lord said. I'm going to share our story, and, and it's based off of Joshua 14:12. because one of the neatest things about the history of Radio by Grace, and Pastor Bill will tell me this from time to time, and he'll say, I never ask for all of this. I never asked to have all these stations, and the majority of our network was donated to us. And so I'm going to share that story briefly with you as well, um, because this is something that, you know, it's one of those stories you hear of and go, oh, that just doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. It does happen. And when God's in the mix, it's amazing. And so the Mountain of Radio story, back in February of 1985, a pastor and a small group of believers started Grace Church in Amarillo. Their focus was to faithfully proclaim God's word through the power of the Holy Spirit and then follow wherever Jesus led. As the church grew, so did a conviction that proclaiming God's word verse by verse through radio would be a powerful disciple-making opportunity. So again, there's that tie-in to the Great Commission. Establishing a radio network would present enormous challenges. So one church member, and that church member happens to be one of my bosses. His name is Dennis Clouch. I think he just turned 86. Um, with, I know he had a birthday, so he's going to be like, Tim, why did you tell them that? Um, but needless to say, a very godly man who has listened. And when people said, Dennis, that's not going to ever happen. You just keep dreaming. You just dream. Um, and he did. And he kept praying. And he kept believing. And he kept saying, we've got to get the message of the gospel out. We have to. It's what Jesus commands us to do in the Great Commission. When I was interviewing for the job, um, it, you know, last, it was back, I, I accepted the position, uh, just over a year ago. September 1st celebrated a year with Radio by Grace. Um, but when they were interviewing me, one of the things Dennis and I spoke about, because I had a lot of interviews for this, um, we spoke a lot about the Great Commission. 
And this is why Radio by Grace exists, which is why that's what I'm sharing with you today. But with this, establishing a radio network would present enormous challenges. So one church member, Dennis Clouch, boldly asked God to provide the mountain of radio. His prayer echoed Caleb's request in Joshua 14.12 to possess the mountain God promised to Israel. And one of the cool things, and I, this is not in this, but I'll just sidetrack again, because I'm really good at that. You know, they're called squirrel moments. It's like, if you've ever seen the movie, up, oh, you know, squirrel. Um, <laughs> but with that, one of the things back at the time, the mountain of radio for Dennis and Pastor Bill, uh, Pastor Bill, they were recording his messages every week on cassette, and they were airing 15 minutes on a local station in Amarillo, because Radio by Grace wasn't on at that point. And so all Dennis was wanting is 15 more minutes. That was his mountain of radio. Can we have 15 more minutes and have a half hour of Christian programming on a local station? So, and then, of course, God had bigger plans. Um, so with that, following God's leading, Grace Church sent money to support Freedom Radio FM, which was a Christian radio startup based out of Twin Falls, Idaho. Freedom FM Radio eventually grew into a large national network, while Grace Church continued to operate their own local radio ministry in Amarillo. In God's sovereignty... Freedom Radio FM was gifted to Grace Church in 2019. Today, Radio by Grace impacts millions of lives each day, delivering God's word on air and online. I want to give God the glory for what he did through our story at Radio by Grace and Freedom Radio FM. Some people go, oh, that's just a coincidence. It all just happened. Everything just aligned. And it's like, no, I don't believe in coincidences. I believe in God incidences. I believe that God lines things up. And, and whether you're a Christian or not, God is still in control. He still lines things up. And, and this kind of stuff here that the world would say, no way, that's never going to happen. Dennis, keep dreaming. It's not going to happen. I love seeing when the world says it's impossible, I think God's ears perk up. And he goes, you called? Really? Impossible? Nothing is impossible to him. Maybe there's something that you're facing in your lives that's a challenge, and it's impossible to you, whether it's financial or relationships or or whatever it might be. God knows what you're going through, and nothing's impossible for him. And I have to say that to myself a lot, too, because I have my wife, my three kids, my mom and dad live with us, my brother-in-law. We've got the Brady Bunch going on at our house in Amarillo, and... uh, and there's moments where it's like, I don't have much hair to pull out anymore, but, you know, it's like, okay, Lord, this is impossible. How's this going to work? And he's like, no, nothing's impossible for me. I got this. And and God points me back to not only countless times in the Bible where he was faithful to his people. I mean, imagine David. What did David, you know, little David at the time, teenager, facing a huge giant Goliath. Well, that looked impossible. I mean, his brothers even were like, what are you doing? Like, even Saul, like, come here, take my armor. And, and, and you know, I can just imagine all that armor on, and, you know, David's just kind of like, I can't even lift the sword. So he's like, no, I got this. My God's bigger. I can take care of this with him. It wasn't just David. It was David leaning into Jesus, leaning into God for his strength. And so, again, whether you're facing a big Goliath in your life or, or a small one, God can help you through it. And what looked impossible to David, or not to him, he knew that God was going to deliver Goliath to him that day. His brothers didn't. I don't think the king thought. I think a lot of people were like, what is this? Why are you doing this? Why are you sending this kid out? I want to have the faith of David. I really do. And I want to say that I do, but there's times that there's Goliaths that come my way in life, and I just I just kind of cower and run the other way. And and it's like, why? Because God, the God of the universe, the God who created everything, when I ask him into my heart at the age of seven, that same God that led David in that battlefield is the same God that lives within me, and he lives within you. And so we can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. But it's remembering it's his strength, not ours. Because I tend to fall back all the time and go, well, I can do this. It's like, no, I can't. Tim Kardashian can do nothing without Jesus, without God in my life. So with that... I'm just, again, honored to be here today to, again, to, to stand up here and say thank you for praying for our ministry. Thank you for believing in a Christian radio. Uh, thank you for believing in your pastor who believed in Radio by Grace. And, and it is a privilege to be on the air. And as you've listened, for those that have, you know, again, we're on at 101.7 and 102.1 here in Lubbock, 
or radiobygrace.com, anywhere you have a smartphone or a computer connection, you can listen. And with that, we have many opportunities that we can, with you, get the word out, not only about Radio by Grace. It's not just about, hey, tell your friends about Radio by Grace. As a marketing guy, I love it when people do that. More importantly, we want you to not just tell people about Radio by Grace because it's a radio station, and not only because your pastor's on it, but we want to reach Lubbock for Christ. Now, we can only do so much being in studios in Amarillo. So that means we need your help to do that um, by getting the word out, by sending us information when you have events, like the car show that's coming up. I already told Pastor Ben I want to get announcements on. You know, free PSAs, public service announcements, to get the word out to Lubbock. Now, right now, when we put something on the air, as you've heard, for those that have listened, if it's in Amarillo, you hear Amarillo stuff in Lubbock. Well, some good news... And so I want to, I want to focus on, as I'm shifting a little bit on what God is doing, not only through your prayers, but through Radio by Grace. Um, we recently went into what's called a Federal Communications Commission auction for a station in Lockney, Texas, um, small city, just a little bit from here. And we won that auction of a 25,000 watt station. So eventually, it may take a year because we've got the Federal Communications Commission, we've got the Federal Aviation Administration with towers, all that stuff. So we've got a lot of loopholes to jump through. But again, with God, what looks impossible is not impossible. And so I'm sharing this with you and with the world on the Internet uh, because, one, it is public information. But two, uh, if you could pray with us, one, that we find the right tower site, and whether that means we have to buy one or we rent one, there, there's a team already in place working on which one God wants us to do. And with that, um, that 25,000-watt station, once it comes on the air, it will allow us to directly feed Lubbock with Lubbock programming. So you may break away from the Radio by Grace network to do some localized programming. That will be reality, and with a full power station, we are legally allowed to do that. The Federal, uh, Federal Communications Commission only allows so much with translators, which is what you have. It's just lower power transmitter. So I don't want to um, share too many details. But what I love about it is being able to program Lubbock. You may not have to listen to all the Amarillo <laughs> announcements, the underwriting announcements. We don't play commercials, although they may sound like them. With that, um, your prayers for finding the right tower site, much appreciated if you could do that for us. Um, right now, we, we do what's called a daisy chain to get our signal here. It goes through Tulia and Plainview into New Deal, and then into Lubbock. And so we've got other things behind the scenes to improve our signal. We know, like, even, normally I wouldn't admit this, but even today, on the way here, um, Pastor Ben's program is supposed to start at 8.30. It started early. So I'm texting with our engineers saying, hey, In Christ just started at 8.20, because that will mess not only the whole rest of the day up, or it could, but people are tuning in at 8.30 to hear Pastor Ben. So your patience with us as we continue to have some growing pains I appreciate that as well, and I want to thank you for your patience with us and not only taking so long to get here, but also you're going to hear some mistakes because we are just human. Um, but with that said, your prayers have yielded um, not only us being able to be on the air here, but we've recently been, and this is what I love about the network, because even though you get to hear things about Amarillo and you'll be like, well, that's not Lubbock, it's, but we want you to share in the celebrations like the David Crowder concert in Perryton a couple weeks ago. My dad and I were able to go up there. I'd never been to Perryton, Texas in my life. And it was the coolest thing. It was the biggest thing that happened in Perryton. It wasn't because of Radio by Grace. KJIL, which is a regional Christian station from Mead, Kansas, they were there. I love it when other Christian stations are there. I get to know new friends that do what God has called me to do, and it's called them to do in their cities. And so with that, there were 1,100 people at that concert. And so that's they were like, this is the biggest thing that's ever happened in Perryton. We can't believe it. And I'm honored that God used Radio by Grace like this much. And all we did was play announcements that I gave them a great opportunity, you know. And, and, and when I say great opportunity, I worked with them on their budget. Because I don't want budget to stop people from working with us. We don't have the money to do that. It's, it's not about that. God will provide our needs. We believe that. Recently, um, we also were a part of something that you've probably heard of, Festival Por La Vida. And I'm like, what is Festival Por La Vida? It was, and I'm not going to read all this, but we got a letter at the station, not only thanking us, but thanking all the other ministries and businesses, the EMTs, everyone, first responders, 
Um, 7,000, according to the local news, we're not making this up, I'm taking it right from there, 7,000 people attended Festival Por La Vida on September 4th, which happens to be my anniversary, so I remember that date well. Um, 1,826 recorded decisions for Christ that day. Yes, absolutely. Praise the Lord for that. And it's not me just spouting off numbers. There's a bunch of numbers here. I'm not even going to go. What I will say is 47 churches partnered together to get the word out about this event. It is nice. It really is. It's amazing. Um, and there's a lot of other 22 partnering nonprofits. So again, the power of God using Christian radio, this isn't because of us. There were lots of churches behind it. It was everyone working together. And that's what I love about Radio by Grace and Christian radio is that it's not just about Calvary Chapel Lubbock. There are other Bible-believing churches too. This is where that God has you. This is your home. But Imagine if you partner up with other churches in the area using Radio by Grace or working together, partner, partnering with us, how much more God can get the word out about not only what you're doing, but what he's doing here as we go there for and make disciples. And so I love being able to take back the airwaves. And as you know, there's a lot more non-Christian stations than there are Christian. And so it's neat that God has given us the opportunity. We live in a country that's free, even though there's moments we have the freedom to proclaim the gospel over the airwaves of our country. That may not always be the case, and that is something those of us in radio were like, you know, you could sit down and start going, well, what, what happens when that goes away? What are we going to do? For Not going to worry about that because God's got us. Um, he's going to take care of us. Um, and I pray that that doesn't happen. I pray he comes back before any of that stuff happens. So, But with that, again, our goal at Radio by Grace is to point people to Jesus. The other thing I, I kind of touched on before the Franklin Graham Crusade. There were eight of them on the God Loves You tour across our country. And again, what a privilege it was for us to be able to team up with them and broadcast all eight of them at different varying times, um, different cities. I happened to live in Springfield, Missouri at one point where I went to college the first time around before I went back uh, to college. And it was neat the night that I was running the board, uh, which is our sound board to get it to where you could hear it here in, uh, here in Lubbock. Um, it was the one from Springfield. So it was cool because they were talking about Evangel College. They were talking about the other schools in town. They were, and it was just neat to hear stuff that I, you know, was able to experience when I lived there. But one of the guys that I worked with, his name was Blake, with the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association, before the event and then last week at the event in Amarillo. What's he said, Tim, we don't usually give out numbers a whole lot. And when they do, they want to make sure they're accurate. Um, and that's one thing I love about the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association, that they're not just going to hand out numbers. But he shared this number with me, and I want to share it with you. Not again, it's not all about numbers, but it's exciting what God can do when not just Radio by Grace, but churches, other Christian radio stations partner together to get the word out about what God is doing in our cities. There were 11,600 people that were at last week's crusade in Amarillo. I wish I had the number of people who came to know Christ, but I know that they had only 200 counselors and BGEA, Billy Graham Evangelistic so, uh, say that fast three times, Billy Graham Evangelistic Association was actually concerned that they wouldn't have enough counselors. And I know people came forward. People were standing all over that field um, at the John F. Stiff Park. And so, uh, you know, again, your prayers, even a prayer of you hear something on the radio, Lord, be with that pastor today. Be with Pastor Ed in Colorado. Be with Pastor Bill and Emerald. Be with Pastor Ben in Lubbock. You know, that's what I love about being a Christian is that when we're listening to Christian radio, we can pray for those folks. Because again, they're just like you and me. We put our pants on the same way. We get sick. We struggle. We worry. We have anxiety, some people. And so with that, again, it, radio, what I love about it, as we go there for and make disciples of all nations, we can also be praying for the folks that are on the radio. And the thing that I love is, you know, we have uh, several different pastors, not only the ones I've mentioned, but David Jeremiah, Alistair Begg, Dr. Tony Evans, um, so many others. Our schedule is on our website if you're interested in more. And for those that have had a chance to listen, um, we're always open for feedback as well. And so, because we want to serve you. It's not about what we want. Uh, it's about what God wants us to do through the stations. And so, but what I want to do in sharing these different events we were at you were a part of that. For those that prayed, for those that never heard of us before, you know, I, I'm glad I've been able to come here today. I hope I get to meet you at our table afterwards today. Um, but I just, you know, I just want to let you know that we are not here just to say, hey, we're a radio station from Amarillo trying to pretend we're in Lubbock. We're not. 
we're working towards, like I said, getting a better signal here to cover this area with the gospel. But it was so awesome on our trip here this morning for me to be able to turn the radio station on and then to go to each of the stations and hear that they were on. And just also to let you know, kind of inside information too, we have one piece of equipment at Plainview that keeps going in and out. So the times if you've gone to listen and we've been off, Tom, our engineer, will be here this next week fixing that and replacing it. So not to say we'll never go off the air again in Lubbock, but when you use electricity and, you know, airwaves and all this other stuff, there's going to be some, some issues from time to time, and especially if lightning hits and that kind of stuff. But with that said, just wanted to encourage you guys that we are, we are here for you. And even though we're not here in Lubbock, we are, our signal is, and we're thankful for that. And so I want to, um, I don't think I've shared this one. Um, if I have, we're going to share it again. Acts 2.38. I have all these marks so I can find them a lot quicker. So <laughs> and Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For us at Radio by Grace, what we love is being able to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ on our airwaves, sharing with people not only about Jesus, but how the Holy Spirit can guide their lives, how we can repent and be baptized in Jesus. And And so for me... Also in Luke uh, 10.2, and he said to them, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. We have a big job to do in reaching people for Christ. There's people here in Amarillo, not just Amarillo, but in Lubbock, that you, you drive out this parking lot, and there's neighborhoods. There's people that don't know Jesus right outside the doors of this church. And that's why the, the going, therefore, making disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I've commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. It's one of the verses that I committed to memorization when I was a kid because, again, as I mentioned earlier, it's not, a, it's not just a suggestion. It's what he wants us to do. It's, you know, when we not only, I mean, even here is, you know, I don't know that everyone in this room today is a Christian or listening online today. So my hope and prayer was that, that you wouldn't get lost in all the radio by grace stuff, that you would remember the main reason that I was able to come today, I believe, that God opened up the door to say, we have a job to do. Let's do it. Let's love each other. Let's love the world. Let's reach out. Let's tell them about Jesus, because that's what he wants us to do. And then someday, we're all going to be able to spend eternity together with him. I can't wait for that day. We've got a big job to do between now and then. And, and with that, it's not just for us to do. We can trust him. We can lean into him. We can ask him to guide us. And he will. And that's what I love. And, you know, maybe, um, you know, maybe you are here today or maybe you're listening online and you don't know Jesus. One of the things that I want to, um, encourage you to do is in Romans 10, 9, and 10 in the Bible, it makes it very simple. It's not the 26 ways to come to know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. Um, I mean, I'm all into structure. I have a degree in organizational leadership, so I understand that. But it's been pointed out to me, and as I've read this, the Holy Spirit has spoken to me many times. And that's why this is going to be one of the last things I leave with you this morning, is if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved, Period. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. With that said, it's not the 26 steps to come to know Jesus. We believe that Jesus died. He rose again. We ask him to forgive us. We confess it with our mouth. We believe that in our heart, and we're saved. And so if there's anyone here today that hasn't given their lives to Jesus, I want to encourage you to afterwards to, to come up to either me or Pastor Ben or any of the pastoral team here at this church Please don't leave this building today without knowing Jesus. And I'm just a prime example that you don't have to be perfect for Jesus to love you. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to work in radio. You don't. You don't have to be on a stage. This is an honor, and I know I've said that a lot since I've been here. This, I'm not worthy to be on a stage, but God has given me that platform, and I want to use it to glorify him. And with that, I, I want to pray. And again, I'll give you that opportunity to please come up and talk to us afterwards. I'd love for you to visit us back at the booth. 
I've got a minute and 43 seconds to hit my 45 minutes, so I'm doing well. And hopefully that alarm won't go off while I'm praying, but let's do it. Lord Jesus, thank you again for today. I knew that you would fill the time. Lord, I pray that what I said made sense. I pray it's what you wanted me to share. That's what you put on my heart. Lord, but the biggest thing on my heart is not radio by grace. It's reaching Lubbock for you. It's going, therefore, and making disciples for you. It's seeing people surrender to you to give their lives to you so they could trust and know that you're going to guide them and we're going to be able to change this world with your help guiding us. Lord, I pray for this community. I pray for this church. I pray for Pastor Ben. I thank you that you've expanded his territory with being on the national network. Lord, that's something only you can do. Thank you for using me to be a small part of that. But Lord, it's it's not about that. It's about getting the gospel out verse by verse. Lord, I pray if there's anyone in this room today that doesn't know you, that they would pray that prayer, that they would ask you to forgive them, that they would seek you in all, that they would believe that you died and you rose again. You're not in a grave anymore. You're alive. And I'm thankful for that. God, I pray that as they confess that, as they go therefore and make disciples, as they share their story, that's what it is. It's sharing our story of what you did in our lives. I pray that this world would change one person at a time. And again, I thank you for the privilege of being here today. I pray that I represented you well. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. There's 16 seconds to spare. Wow, he did it. With 10 seconds. With 10 seconds. That's amazing. That's amazing. Tim is, Tim, Tim's got, he's got that gift. He's got that gift. Thanks. Thanks, Tim. Appreciate that. So, guys, you see, the purpose of this really is so that we can, we can minister and we can get out there. And I mean, it's the Great Commission. And, um, and so, uh, with that said, I mean, he's, uh, you know, we, we need to do our part. And even the part of that is just letting people know that the radio station is out there. You know, and um, we have some folks that come on Wednesday night because they hear the radio station. I'm not asking them to leave their church on Sunday morning, but they like coming out because of that. And so we're just, um, that's just really our heart and our goal is to just continue to um, just bless uh, Lubbock. And, um, and we're just, we really are humbled, aren't we? I mean, a small church and just have the impact that we can have and... Um, and so it's it's just one of those things. So man, there's a radio by gray stuff. Take take the stuff. I mean, it's just uh, letter openers. If you still open letters that way, I don't know. Some people do. Just um, but anyways, um, we want to pray. Thank you so much. I want to remind you guys before we get uh, before we get going and, and dismiss. Um, we're early, so Tim did a great job. More that better than sometimes. I'm still going, but. Uh, um, we'll just, um, we'll just give it about, after we dismiss about a 15 minute and then, and then we'll be, we'll, we'll just, we'll just jump into our little, uh, training and then, and then you could beat the Baptist. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, to the restaurants. So, uh, I'm, it's just a joke. Come on guys. I'm just, I'm just joking. Um, Wednesday night guys, we're, uh, communion. And we're uh, in the book of Revelation. We're finishing up chapter 19, and we're getting close. Um, if you're not here on a Wednesday night, I want to encourage you. That's a great time. Um, we're going to get done. We're going to get done pretty quick with Revelation, and then we're going to jump into the Psalms of David and just have a great time of just of seeking God. Can I encourage you today, guys, as much as, as, much as we love radio and as much as we love the Internet and we love... Uh, our podcast and and even Facebook Live and all that stuff, we must must remember that Jesus is coming back soon. He really is, okay. And every day we wake up is one day closer to that. So let's keep our hearts pure. Let's keep our eyes on the Lord. And when we mess up, confess it quickly. Lord, I'm sorry. I just I'm going to follow you. I'm going to follow you. Um. Right now, church, listen to me. Right now, we have the greatest impact, I think, that we could ever have in this season. Right now. And we have to take advantage of that. We can't let it go by. The enemy has stepped up his game. And we have to step our game. Right now, there are people who are ready, willing, and and just um, ripe to hear the gospel. I met a friend this weekend, and he ministers in Newark, New Jersey. And our little, our little church here is, is nothing compared to his, where they minister to inner, um, just inner city drug addict gang members, 
and and I'm just like, oh, I love Lubbock, you know. I mean, it was, it, it, and and but the the thing that really um, uh, moved on my heart is that the gospel are changing hardcore criminals, but we're missing the power here, guys. The power to change people's lives. Not just to be a church. Not just to be, oh, I'm a Christian. I go to, to, to see God do what he wants to do in this final days and use us. I just want to be a part. Sign me up. But to see God move and, and we got to be so careful. We got to be humble. Say, Lord, will you just use me? We got to get out of our own heads and go, well, God could never use me. I'm a mess up. Yeah. Amen. Join the club. We might have t-shirts one day, hey, you know. But, but I, I mean, if, if God is calling this man, Pastor Ray, to Newark, New Jersey, to, to minister in what he calls a, a six, car, six uh, car garage converted building and see people's lives changed, I think we can do the same here, don't you? It's the same Holy Spirit that lives and he, and he wants to do that in us, but we have to be willing. We have to step up. We have to jump in and, and let God use us. And that, that includes uh, an outreach like Trunk or Treat. That includes an outreach like the domestic violence where, where we can just be available to, to talk to somebody. What makes you you? What makes you different? It's the gospel. It's the gospel. And if we'll just say, okay, Lord, here I am. Send me. Send me. Here's what God's going to do. He's going to send you all to your jobs tomorrow, but with a specific purpose and a plan. He's going to send you to the grocery stores. He's going to send you to wherever God sends you with a specific plan. But we've got to be sensitive to be able to be to, to go, okay, God, what, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? So, Lord, we just thank you. We just thank you for what you're going to do. The book of Matthew is all about discipleship. Are you going to be a disciple? Are you jumping in? In a day and age where it's not, we shouldn't be playing church anymore, it's time to be disciples. And if you'll just use every one of us in this room, God, and those watching online and all those that are part that are not here today, if you'll just use us, God, in a little way, just a little way, We'd be forever grateful. Listen to me, church, and I know I know Tim said this, but one day this is all going to be over. We're going to see everything that we've read about. We're going to be in heaven. We're going to see God's plan unfold, and we're just going to go, "Wow, I was a part of that." Now, now listen. When you give financially, when you prayerfully pray for me and the leadership you're sowing into the millions of people that that will hear us on radio so it's not one it's us it's us and the lord's going to go thank you thank you for just praying thank you for your protection for him thank you for your protection thank you for your financial thank you for doing that because because we can get the gospel out A hundred years from now, all our money, it's not going to matter, is it? A hundred years from now, that's not, but what's going to matter? Did he look at us and say, well done, thy good and faithful servant? You go, well, Ben, what do we need to do? Well, we were, we were encouraged by a pastor at the conference this weekend that said, you know what? Find out what God's doing and let the people know. And so what's God doing? He wants us to do the Great Commission, guys. He wants us to do the Great Commission. We're not in competition with other churches. We need to go reach those that are far from God. And we need to teach them and we need to disciple them. Would you agree with me? That's what we need to do. And it takes everybody. So don't ever feel like, well, God can't. You. No, we need everybody. Your kids are being taught the gospel right now. You know, we have a bookstore to get the gospel out. Whatever we do. 
That's what we do for the gospel of Jesus Christ. So thank you so much for your faithful support. Thank you for listening. And um, I'm going to pray. We're going to worship. And then as soon as we're done, in about five or ten minutes, if you, if, you're, if you just come out to the cafe, sit down, grab a cup of coffee, whatever. I don't think there's many donuts left, so we'll, just, we'll all split the one. Everybody gets, a, everybody gets this much now. Um, but yeah, we're just going to learn. Um, Sheree, you ready? You're able to share and, and what God wants to do. And um, hey, if we show up, we win, right? If we show up that Saturday, we win. And uh, we, we know how to pray, and we can pray for people. God's going to use us. God's going to use us. Father, thank you for your great love for us. Thank you for this church. I, and I know Pastor Soph and all the other leadership, are truly humble that after 18 years, we're still going strong. Lord, 18 years ago, you called us here. And I have fought you more times over that than not. But now is not the time to fight, but to embrace and say, okay, Lord, we got this. Our desire, God, is to have every single blue chair in here filled up with people who are hungry and lives that are chained. Please use us, God. Use us, Lord. May your Holy Spirit fall like never before for your glory and your kingdom in Lubbock, Texas. God, we are not in competition with churches. We want the Great Commission for all churches. We just want to be used by a God who loves us and has a plan for our lives. I am so grateful for every servant in this church. Every worship song that's sung, every person that watches kids or or make sure that we're secure. Thank you, God. Because church isn't church without the people, God. So thank you. Thank you, Lord, for an amazing, dysfunctional, crazy family that you've called us to. We love you, Lord, and help us to keep our eyes on you. I pray a special blessing on everyone that's here. We lift up Kevin. God, heal him in the name of Jesus. Lord, we we lift up all those that are sick and broken in the name of Jesus. May you be glorified. We pray for all those that are broken uh, emotionally. Lord, the world has just hit them hard. And we pray for peace and restoration in their lives right now. We believe it, Lord. We believe it. We pray for all those that are depressed and discouraged that our, we would lift up our eyes to see where our hope comes from. Love you, Lord. We love you. And all who agreed said, Amen. Let's worship. We hope you enjoyed today's message. We'd love to hear from you and see you in person at the church. You can find our contact information, location, and even give a donation at calvarychapellubbock.church. We'll see you next time on the podcast. Until then, may God bless you and your family.